The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowboy. Light him up, light him up, light him up, everybody. August 24, 2019, he is the president of America's oldest family-owned cigar manufacturer operating in its fourth generation right now and just months away from celebrating 125 years. You look good. 125 years in the company. He is Eric Newman from J.C. Newman Cigars. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you are listening to The Cigar Authority now in its 10th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. You catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Thank you, Eric Newman, for joining us once again. Pleasure to be here, Dave. I like coming back home. Yeah. It's our 124th year in business. As my father used to say before he died, he's not 124 years. Either, either am I. Right. So from Grandpa. That's Grandpa. Grandpa Julius Caesar Newman. Absolutely. J.C. Newman. Grandpa J.C. Yep. And uh, you have a cigar for him. We'll talk about that and lots of others. 125 years coming up. Um, is this the good old days, or have we missed that, or what do you think? How's the, business? Business is really going up in smoke. Yeah. <laughs> These are the, the good old days. You know, unless you've been in business a long time, like we have, we've seen the good times, the bad times. <laughs> Back in the 1980s, yeah. business really sucked. Yeah. You know, you, that's when you got in business. That's when I started. I thought Good, good timing, David. Nowhere to go but up, right? And, and that's what happened. It's, <clears throat> business was so bad. Back in those days, the government left us alone. Yeah. We, we could smoke everywhere. Yeah. You had no taxes. Well, <clears throat> not, even, not even sales tax. Nothing. No tax well, on tobacco. This is New Hampshire. It's, by the only, it's like an oasis in a <laughs> yeah. desert. There's never a tax here. <laughs> Live free or die. But, you know, the business was so bad. The government left us alone. Smoke anywhere. No taxes. No regu- regulation. I think the government wanted to let us die a, a natural death. Yeah. Then we had the cigar boom in the 90s. All of a sudden, the government said, hey, we can get money out of these guys. Yeah. And, they, and they, they, they did. And they passed these laws. You can't smoke anywhere. So um, I know we, we're battling FDA regulations. Sure. This is our 10th year fight in the FDA. And and uh, it's driving some people nuts in this industry. Yeah. Me too. If you could make one thing go away, would it be the tax on premium cigars or would it be the inability to smoke everywhere? Inability to smoke anywhere because people love our cigars. They buy cigars at Two Guys. They love our Diamond Crown and, and Brickhouse cigars. But cigars are unlike cigarettes. If you We smoke cigars at restaurants. At, you go out to, to dinner, you smoke a cigar after, after a great meal. But if you go into a restaurant now, you can't smoke anymore, so you aren't going to smoke two cigars the next day yeah, to right. make up for it. it it's gone. Consumption draw because of it. You also hear in the wintertime, um, because you can't smoke uh, inside anymore. Yeah. In the summertime, you can smoke, but in the wintertime, you can't, it's too cold to smoke out yeah. here in, in New Hampshire in the wintertime, except you can come here, go to Diamond Crown Lounge, you go to two guys, yeah. you can smoke here. You built an oasis in a desert here because in the wintertime, uh, people go well, smoke as many cigars as they have the opportunity to enjoy them. 
And when it's, when it's winter time, you can't smoke. And for people watching, you're not seeing a mirage. I am wearing a purple suit in honor of Diamond Crown because it is the color of the background of the Julius Caesar boxes. And people are commenting already. Yep. Yeah. As they should be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's light this up. This is um, a a kind of a new size brick house, right? The came Barry, what do we have here? Yeah, this is uh, the Brick House Double Connecticut. It's manufactured in Nicaragua by J.C. Newman Cigar Company. And the size measures six and a quarter by six to eight. It's the Mighty Mighty. It features a Connecticut shade wrapper, Connecticut broadleaf binder, and Nicaraguan fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package. And a single cigar will set you back $7.59, while a box is just $133.99. A lot of cigar here for $7.59. Yeah, there is. And <clears throat> people told me that big ring gauges, you put shade wrapper on a big ring gauge, you got a, a big possibility of the wrap a cracking and stuff because there's a lot of filler in it. Any problem with that? Not I would no it isn't. No? no? Okay. No problem. You just it, I would think you'd need just a beefier binder to kind of hold that filler in a little bit. What do you want the best tobacco in the world? You go to Connecticut. The wrappers from here even you know half the Connecticut broadleaf is grown in Massachusetts. Yes. But, and Pennsylvania, Massachusetts. <clears throat> and we have broadleaf binder. Yeah. Which has a lot of schmaltz to it and gives a lot of flavor and we have a Nicaraguan filler, so it's a nice, mellow c c cigar. It has a lot of schmaltz to it. That's it, a word. Yeah. I feel like I, I'm sitting between David and David right now. Did you make that up? Do you, you speak Yiddish? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's give it a cut. I'm dying to try this. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And the cold drawer has notes of plums. Plum. Yeah, I'm just going to keep talking, so hopefully nobody hears what's at the end. I'm going to yada, yada, yada it. Nobody heard it. Uh-oh. The cold drawer maybe, matches Jonathan's suit. I was going to say, maybe because you're looking at him, I say, I'm saying to myself, there's no plum at all. I turn my head and I go, I taste plum. I don't know what it is. And you can't see Jonathan's shoes. They yeah. match his No, outfit. they match. Yeah. They match. They're purple. I went all out today. Probably his matching underwear, too, but I won't, I won't even. All I know is last Don't encourage him. I'm not going to show you, Eric. All I know is last week, I'm proud. I lost weight that I could finally fit into this shirt that didn't fit for a while, my orange shirt. And, and then you, you and show you, up wearing an orange shirt. This is why nobody likes you. Yeah. There are people asking where Dave's <laughs> person is. There's a lot of reasons why nobody likes me. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Hummer. The Vertigo Hummer features New one, right? single action, three jets. You've got a flip-out bullet punch and an easy adjustment wheel and a big-ass window so you can see how much fuel you have in your patented Vertigo big-ass tank, all for the low price of $29.99. That's metal the Vertigo jacket. Hummer. Full metal. Jonathan, I think your get-up is wreaking ha havoc with the color on the camera. I Good. Mean, yeah. Those don't exist in nature. No. And it, it can't, the the, the camera will not on this panel is just <laughs> unreal. The cameras will not focus. By the way, you mentioned earlier about you know not being able to smoke in the winter. Dean Sampson in a chat room says you can smoke outside year-round in Texas. As a matter of fact, in July or August, you don't even need a lighter because the cigars will just spontaneously combust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dean's a good dude. I like Dean. It's good and bad everywhere. We get it down freezing cold and stuff. Uh, I'll tell you, our business drops off dramatically, though, because 
you can smoke in the cigar store. Maybe if you have a house, you can smoke in your house. Most people don't. That's right. Most people don't. The wife has the house. They don't have the house. Some sort of odd dig that you're making for people. Make everybody happy. I'm looking at the guy with the purple shirt. (laughs) I smoke in my house if I want to. Really? Go ahead, try it. You've you've chosen not to? Yeah. Most of the time I choose not to, but... I'd say... Since he's lived in this house, he's never smoked in it once. I'm going to go with never. Well, I, I, That's I, not I, true. You know what? I've smoked in Jonathan's house. I, he invited me what over house? for Thanksgiving. That was a different house. Different house, but we were out in the garage when it was like 12 degrees outside. Does that count as saying you smoke in the house, you went in the garage? <laughs> we well, were, it's attached, We right? were in the basement, <clears throat> a.k.a. my studio. Which was also we the garage. And basement. Barry, how long ago was that? Uh, five years ago, I haven't and been how, invited how many back to right. <laughs> <laughs> He well, showed up late. He showed up late, and that was the end of that. I understand. You know, he said 12 o'clock for Thanksgiving. I figured dinner's at 5, you know, give him time to be with his family. So I showed up at 1, An but hour, they already yeah. ate. Yeah. <laughs> because he said 12. Right, but I figured his family's going to be there. I'm a new guy, not from New Hampshire. Nobody knows me. Why so show up late. Family time, so I showed up a little bit late. Make a good impression. And I was still everybody. on Miami time, so an hour late is actually an hour early. And no, that's it. Ba- Barry, did you bring something with you and then take it when you went home? No, I'm not that guy. No, uh, no nobody I does am. that. He just didn't bring anything. <laughs> <laughs> to bring Eric up to speed, Jonathan went over to Dave's house at Christmas, brought a casserole or something Three like that. Three friggin' years ago. And, then and it's he, still being brought up. And then he left a said Christmas party, and he took the food he brought with him. You so, have you been invited back? I have. Well, I, I, I he wasn't no, invited then. I, I invited I myself up. Up. He wasn't invited back. He just shows up. <laughs> he just shows up, and it's the truth. All right, so this cigar is made at Puros Diestoli Nicaragua S.A. Pensa. Calls Pensa. Now it's been changed to J.C. Newman Pensa. Oh. In fact, pretty soon it's just going to be J.C. Newman. Beautiful, because I can say that. All these Spanish words and stuff, and uh, I understand you struggle a little with the Spanish language also. Better than me, but you struggle with it. I see Nelson out here. Yeah. My, my new friend Nelson smoked the Julius Caesar, and I got a uh, text from uh, our lady that runs our administration in our factory. She had some technical questions about being paid and, and <laughs> technical <laughs> operations, and uh I can I can speak I can speak Spanish. I can't read Spanish. I can't understand Spanish. So I met Nelson. So Nelson, we're all talking about my father, grandfather coming from Hungary. And so Nelson, where, do you, where does your family come from? Portugal. Well, good. You can speak Portuguese. I can speak Portuguese. Can you speak Spanish? I can speak Spanish. I can read Spanish. Great. Tell me what this lady's trying, trying to tell me. <laughs> what the hell does this say? And not only that, I said, okay, that makes sense. Then let me uh, text her back. Uh, what's after? So what's after about? Her issue, and we have to talk to some more people there. But when I WhatsApp her, and what's I, I have enough trouble communicating in English, right? But in Spanish, I said Nelson, this is what I want to say. He said, Eric, that's pretty good. But do you mind if I correct all your Spanish? All of it. Okay, Nelson, you you correct it. We sent this text down in WhatsApp, so Nelson will uh, s- s- see what she she. She's going to so. think you were kidnapped because all of a sudden you can spot you can right. type in Spanish. M- must have. So. I think most people think of the J.C. Newman Company as the oldest cigar factory in Tampa, Florida, USA company in Tampa, Florida, and here we have a cigar factory in Nicaragua. Maybe people don't know because it's relatively new. How many years now? 1911. 1911. 19, 2011. 2011. Who's counting? Um, and you, you decided, okay, like other people have their own factory in other countries, 
Let's do that. My, you know, my grandfather started in 1895. There are 42,000 licensed cigar manufacturers. 42,000. You'd have to have a license even back then because you have to pay excise taxes. To and make I, cigars? Not to just sell them, to make them. To make them. 42,000 little cigar manufacturers. Factories. Factories. That is crazy. Just so you know, there's 4,000 cigar stores. 42,000 factories. How many stores selling these things? Not enough. Oh, my God. But today, we're the only one left of those 42,000. They're still owned wow. not by, by the founding. Last How much of that is it, is, can be attributed to the fact that you and your brother basically split the duties? It's not a one-man show because you, you really have a full-time job in dealing with Washington, D.C., and you've got a full-time job in dealing with the stuff that's going on in the factory here in the U.S., and I imagine it's a full-time job dealing with the stuff that's going on in Esteli. It's an issue. You get, we'd, we'd run our factory in Tampa. <clears throat> Excuse me. We've been partners with the Fuente family since 1986. They make our diamond crown. We run our factory in Nicaragua. And you, we just, have, and you distribute all the cigars? All the Fuente in the United States. That's correct. The whole country is yours. And we have a problem with our factory in any business in Tampa. We take care of it. We have a fat problem with our factory in Nicaragua. I see my new friend Nelson. What's this lady complain about? <laughs> so it, it's, it's a full-time job. Here's a crazy idea I just thought of. What about you make a cigar for Fuente? They've been making cigars for you for years. How about you make a cigar for them? We kind of do. Really? Dun, dun, dun. Actually, this is, this is the way it happened. Not, you know, family businesses are difficult. It's hard for one family business to go from one generation to a second generation to a third generation. In 1986... Business, actually 85 business sucked. Yeah. Only strange people went into business like you did That's then. And we had a third generation of Newmans, needing more and more from the business. At the time, the business was able to give less and less. So it was decided that if we're going to stay in business as a family, that one side of the family had to buy out the other side. My grandfather had four kids. My uncle ran the sales. In fact, my father ran manufacturing, and the sisters collected dividends. When there ever were dividends, and there weren't any dividends, there weren't any profits. So it was decided if we're going to stay in the business, one side of the family had to buy off the other, 1986. And so we engineered a, a leverage buyout. Our relatives got the money. We got the debt and the opportunity. For about six years, I thought they got the best part of the deal. You know, some decisions are made with a head, and some yeah. are made with a heart. I, right. I said, Dad, I think, the, I, I think the heart got in the way of, of the head. But what led up to this story, uh, we, we had the leverage buyout on Valentine's Day. 1986. Three weeks later, an uh, old friend of my father's, another sky manufacturer in Tampa by the name of Carlos Fuente, uh, called my father, said he opened up, Carlos opened up his factory in Dominican Republic, 1980. This was, no, 86. Mm. And he also had a factory in Tampa, made a, a machine-made brand called Moya. And Carlos trusted my father. He said, I'm going to close my factory in, in, uh, in Tampa. It's a pain in the butt to operate. I'm doing well in Dominican. How about buying so how about making cigars for me so I can close my factory? <clears throat> Excuse me. And he had a brand called Moya. Dad said, okay. But we just bought the business three day, three weeks earlier. And we knew if we were going to really stay in the cigar business, we had to get in the importer hemi business because the market had changed or imported everything. Back in the 80s, people wanted imported clothes, imported cars, imported yeah. shoes, imported cigars. So um, we started making cigars. We would oh. use that term that, you know, advertise the product and say imported. As more versus premium. domestic, something yeah, made here. More we, premium. Yeah, because domestics had a funny connotation. You think of machine-made cigars, you push a button, they come out faster than sausages. Yeah. And 
we want to have a deluxe product. So we had Fuente uh, start to make our La Unica, which was the, you know, back, funny, back in 1986, cigars were sold two ways. All the factories put their good stuff in boxes. They put their factory seconds in yeah. bundles. We came up with an idea about making a premium cigar in a bundle without the boxes, the bands, the fancy trimmings, so we yeah. could really offer a value to the customer. We did it with La Unica. So Carl started making La Unica for us in 86. It took off. We started transferring our Questore, which is our flagship brand for so many years, yeah. from Tampa to Dominican Republic. And then we started making the Moya cigars. So you're asking about making cigars for Fuente. Yeah. Moya was a bundle? Moya is a bundle. Still? Still is a bundle. Really? Still is a bundle, bundle of cigars that we make on our antique cigar machines in Tampa. And for them? For them. But you don't have to ship them because you're the distributor of the cigars anyway. We actually, we ship them ourselves in Tampa, and we pay them a little royalty. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. So Moya is their, their brand. Their brand. Okay. They used to sell, they used to a lot of them. Yeah. But it's really difficult. As I recall, La Unica was the number one bundle cigar. It was. Within six months, we came out, became number one selling bundle cigar in the uh, country. Yeah. Unbelievable. The 100s, the big giant size. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great, great memory. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. That's right up my alley of, of flavor and taste, uh, which is much like what I'm smoking here. Connecticut Shade Wrapper. That's why. And But I'm smoking Nicaraguan tobacco, and there was a, that was a Dominican cigar, uh, La Unica. Correct. This is that, we're talking a um, broadleaf binder in Nicaraguan tobacco that's in here. And a Connecticut shade wrapper. Real, real Connecticut. Real Connecticut. You know, so many, Connecticut tobacco is going different, two different directions these days. The demand for broadleaf is going out the roof. Yeah. Um, Backwoods is sure. the number one consumer, user of, of that. And it's, uh, broad, Connecticut broadleaf makes good for cigars. It makes good for other Things. Other things yeah. that are now uh, acceptable. Le legal some places. Le legal things. But Connecticut shade uh, is more and more difficult to get because a, a lot of the other factories, other companies have decided to use Connecticut shade tobacco grown in Ecuador. Right. Looks the same. Tastes different. Tastes different. Yeah. It costs a lot less money. Yeah. Um, some big companies whose names I won't mention have transferred there. Big companies. But we're still keeping. Uh, and your Diamond Crown, too? Diamond Crown yeah. keeps it. And we and this is the first double Connecticut cigar that we know of. Use the Connecticut Shade Wrapper, the real Connecticut, yeah. and Connecticut Brawley Binder. And it has this unique taste. And then with the uh, Connect with the Connecticut, I'm sorry, Nicaraguan filler, has a lot of oomph to it anyway. So it's a great, great blend, great mix. And it's got, uh, people look at this thing, it's a, it's a mild cigar. It's not a strong cigar, but, no, it but it's got a lot of flavor. A lot of flavor. A lot. And that's what the consumer is looking for yeah. these days. I just wish we could get you off these one-word answers because your 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 responses <laughs> to our questions are just entirely we, we too been, short. And we been, he's, he's been uh, <laughs> serving our customers for three days yes, now. Yes, he has. And sitting there and, and telling stories. And, and you are a storyteller. You are for a sure. great storyteller because you have unbelievable stories. And, I've been, I've, of, and I've been around for so long. Yes. I'm, old, I'm older. I'm, but you, you know more about the history of the cigar industry through your dad and through your grandfather of everything. You're talking about the oldest cigar factory in the United States. The last one standing, too, which is a big thing, too, of being the last one. You're the dinosaur here, and you're actually making some changes to that factory, not only for, and Jonathan was with me when we saw the museum. Oh, my God. all being redone. 
I heard. Uh, January, February, maybe it'll be ready. Next year is our 125th anniversary, and my son's taking more and more of our business, and he came up with these strange, wonderful ideas. Fourth generation coming in here. Fourth generation ideas. I'm sure that my father gave his, my grandpa a hard time with different ideas. I kind of, my brother and I gave ideas to my father. My son's coming up to me, says, Dad, why are you doing such and such? Why are you doing such and such? Of course, I give him the answer because we always have. Yeah. Dad, that's, that's no answer. So he's got an idea. Uh, he, Tampa is the fine cigar capital of the world. Yeah. At least it was at the one cigar time. Cigar City. Cigar City. There were one time 150 cigar factories in Tampa. Wow. We were the last one operating there, and Drew came up with an idea for 125th anniversary. We, we want to have a, a give something back to the whole Tampa area. We are want to take our factory and make it a tourist attraction, make it a destination. We've never given tours we for a whole bunch of reasons. But my son wants to turn our Tampa factory into an attraction like the uh, Bourbon Trail is in, is in K- Kentucky. He wants to bring cruise ships there and, and tourists there, a thousand people a week. I mean, what are you going to do, son? He wants to we've tripling the size of our museum. Jonathan's asked me earlier about something he saw at our museum, a, a picture of uh, King Alfonso the 13th giving a box, making Questray the official cigar of the King of, of the Court of Spain in 1900. That, all these things are, are going to be changed. Triple the size of our museum. We're going to put in a factory store, which is, uh, we'll never be a two guys, one guy, three sure guys, will. but we're going to be doing that. We're starting making hand cigars in our factory. Handmade, handmade cigar. cigar, which I told my son is a lousy idea. See, that's a crazy idea because labor is eight times what it is in Tampa yeah. and what it is in Nicaragua. Right. So, dude, that's a lousy idea. They came out with an idea of making American Sky, which we'll talk about that a bit. Yeah. A, a, a bit. I, I want to get into that in the after show and we, we really should. go deep into it because you have it with you, and maybe we can light one up. We'll do that. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> going back to our, our renovation, we had the fire marshal got involved, so we had to put egress and put ever exits, and we had to double the size of our hospitality room we uh, became ADA compliant which is another challenge for us because yeah. the factory was built in 1910 they didn't have the eight they couldn't even spell ADA back <coughs> in 1910 we had we have eight cigar eight restrooms in our factory we had state-of-the-art restrooms back in 1910 right they haven't been modernized since <laughs> yeah. 1910 so everything's They're very quaint everything's getting fixed we I mean, you and John have been been through our factory Barry has too Going to our factory is like walking back in time. Yes, it is. a time capsule. I have one request, though. You can have two. I, I'd like you not to get rid of the picture that's up when you first walk in and you go through the first door at the start of the tour. Really, the start of the tour is in the foyer. Mm-hmm. But you get into the next level with the stone off to the side, yep. right up top. Wow, the handshake? The handshake. The best story uh, uh, ever. Us, us in Fuente, yeah. When I asked, so I ask every time I go on the tour, Handshake. how I, I want to see the document, and I say it in front of everybody loud enough, and both you, I've done the tour with you doing it, and with your brother, and you both give me the same answer. Our grandfather's word is our bond. That's the document right there, and you point at the picture. Yeah. Because that is, that is old school man's men doing their thing, shaking hands and making their word their bond. And that's really, that's what used to matter, and, and I hope that comes back. Mm. We and the Fuentes have been together a long time, but- my father died in 2006. After he died, Carlos Fuente Sr., late Carlos Fuente Sr., great, great fellow, great manufacturer, salt of the earth, told me a story I had never heard. My, there used to be a Cigar Manufacturers Association of Tampa. You, you remember back um, 
you know, back in the 60s and 70s, all the premium cigars in the United States were made in Tampa. We still get them on our roof. See, all of our competitors from mm. our, our roof, we had Bering, we had Gold Label, Garcia Vega, Perfecto Garcia, and um, we had an association called Cigar Manufacturers Association of Tampa. They would ship cigars to New York together in a pull car, and there were some other advantages. The union factories negotiate union contracts. They, Carlos always wanted to be in the Cigar Manufacturers Association in Tampa, but the old Latin establishment manufacturer, they never wanted him in. They would not let him in either. They was the new kid on the block or they were jealous or whatever, and it bothered Carlos Sr. He couldn't, couldn't get in. My father became president of, his, of the CMA, Cigar Manufacturers Association Tampa, in 1960. His first order was to bring Carlos Fuente nice. into, the, into the group, and uh, Dad never told me that story. Mm. Carlos did. So there was a bond between my father and Carlos Fuente Sr. that started back in, the, in 1960, yeah. and uh, it was interesting. Dad didn't tell me that. Senior told me yeah. that. And now uh, your dad's gone, and, and Senior's gone too, and now it's the next generation. It's you and Carlito, and... Both are grooming up the generation behind that. So, it's, it's you know, you, your company will be fourth generation because your son now is, you know, I've, I've seen pictures of you with him standing there, and it looks like you're passing the torch. Is there something going on here? Drew's always loved the business. Back in the old days, good old days at the RTDA, yeah. when you, now you can't bring anybody there, and at least they're 21 now. But when Drew was 11, <laughs> we have pictures of Drew. He was selling. He was so got dressed up in a suit and he'd take orders from the other retailers. All the retailers want to give him the orders. Sure. He was so enthused about this business. He used to get, he's like you. When uh, we have Bush Gardens in Tampa, when uh, there's a, something called Zoo Camp at Bush Gardens, the, it's a day camp, play with the animals. When he's yeah. five years old. He's, uh, it's a day, the last day of zoo camp. The fathers can take their sons there, go in Bush Garden, the theme park. So we go into this one store called Timbuktu. They're selling cigars, among all their other trinkets they're selling. And they didn't have any of our cigars there. I was so disappointed. And Drew Little Kid, Munchkin, said, Dad, what's wrong? They don't have our cigars there. Drew said, Dad, I got an idea. Sure, son, what's your, what's your idea? Give him a box to the buy box. I said, what? Give, give the retailer a box to the buy box. And, of course, you can't make money that way, but yeah. he was at five years old. He always thinking about the yeah. business. When he was nine years old, he told me he was his, it was Grandpa J.C. reincarnated. He didn't know what reincarnated means, but he thought he was, he, was, he, he, may, be, he may be right. He has his passion for the business. That's great. He well, certainly is coming out of the gate swinging with all of his innovations. And, Dave, you, you probably remember, Drew, too, from way back, all thought smokers. I think he yes. was 14 years old, and he's on all the... What passed for social media in yeah. those days? The old Nin chat rooms. Nineteen ninety-five. Drew's at fourteen or thirteen. He says, "Daddy, we have to have a website." Yeah. So, so what's a website? <laughs> Dad, we have to have a website. So he designed a website and Cigar Family. And, Unbelievable. And within six months, it became the largest traffic website of any yeah. cigar company. Then he started a chat room. A <laughs> chat room. People. These different forms. Before there was Facebook. Yes. If anybody, they, people get out of that chat room all day long. If they work for me or work for you, you'd fire them because yeah. all they do is they get out, they they talk to each other. And uh, it was so good for cigars, though. It started yeah. everybody talking about it from other parts of the country, even other parts of the world, getting in there and talking about it. And all of a sudden, they created you know people getting excited well, over it. Yeah, I remember uh, him posting and. 
nobody knew he's a 14-year-old right. kid, right? Because he, he came across as so mature. Yeah. And, you know, you know what he was explain? talking about? Oh, but that's how, I know Ed from back in those days uh, yeah. before I even moved to New Hampshire while we are in Massachusetts. And yeah. Ed was there and Steve Saka yeah. was in the group. And, and it's still people to this day that, you know. I have a good. Steve Saka story. I made two okay. stories. But one, 1998, Drew's 16. He said, Daddy. All these people on the website want to meet each other. Well, that's fine. No, they want to meet each other in Tampa. Well, that's not happening. We, we're in the, we are in the tour business. We're in the scar business. Dad, he's pretty stubborn like his mother sometimes. Yeah, he's building we, a tour. <laughs> so now he's getting that tour after all. So right? we, we bring everybody down in 98, Scar Family Celebration, the first CFC. And and Drew's kind of like, he runs the, the website. <laughs> and all these big old guys come up. They can't believe this little kid is Drew Yeah, doing all this. Let me tell you my Steve Saka story. Steve and, and Drew used to email each other, and we're at a trade show, maybe in Houston somewhere, Vegas, and uh, Steve wants to get together with Drew. Drew was like 15 at the time. <laughs> Steve Saka calls our room, and my wife picks up the phone and says, I want to speak to, to, to Drew. And Drew wasn't there. She says, what do you want? I said, I want to have dinner with Drew. I said, who are you? I'm Steve Saka. We're friends. Who really are you? She thought he was he was a, a child molester. Yeah, yeah. Said, what's, this, what's this kid? I'm not going to go out with my son. Right, who, right. who is this guy? Steve who son? are you? And so we invited Steve to dinner, and we took him to dinner. He bought the wines, and he had great taste. But it was funny. He and Steve and Drew go back a long time. Yeah. Yeah. He, we, and he was not a child molester. <laughs> no, no, he's not. <laughs> Let's make that clear. Yeah. <laughs> yes. In case there's any doubts there. So uh, I want to get into other cigars you make and, and lots more, but let, let's go to break. Um, we're smoking the uh, Brickhouse Connecticut, the Mighty Mighty, the big size here. When we come back, the next generation has begun at J.C. Newman. Let's learn more about that, uh, and uh, let's look at what they're making uh, in the Dominican Republic, Nicaragua, and the United States. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez. Full flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper. Rich in bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice. And available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum. Competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. As some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. 
the flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut Cigar because they demand more. Hello, this is Houston Aurora from Jerry Tobacco. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. We're smoking the Brick House, Connecticut, Mighty Mighty, the big one with Eric Newman, the president of J.C. Newman Cigars. And, uh, you know, in the cigar industry, everybody has their little title people talk about. And when we say the gentleman of the cigar industry, it would be Eric and Bobby Newman. Always. Without question. That's who it is. Uh, I don't know if you You're know that. You're too kind. You're too kind, it's David. It's the truth. It's the truth. That's who you guys are. And, and the chat room says that Jonathan have, should have a title as the head of security for Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory yes. <laughs> with that suit where Rudy added that he should be in charge of Oompa Loompa training. Yeah. You ever That's what I have finger? to say to you, Rudy. You ever <laughs> arthritis in your finger? <laughs> so Rick Mortis? Yeah, exactly. The, the Brickhouse uh, brand is made at Pensa, now J.C. Newman Pensa, yep. um, which is uh, good. You have other brands that are made there? What are the brands that are made in that factory? Our first brand there was a bundle called Quorum. It used to be made in another factory. It was Lou Rothman's factory, Natsa, yeah. and it started in 2003. And it became such a big, it's the largest selling bundle cigar in the country. And it became such a big part of our, our business. Uh, things started to change in the 2000s. And there's other major companies that were coming to Nicaragua. They didn't have their own factory. They're buying cigars from Natsa, and we were really concerned that if they bought Natsa's factory, two things would happen. Neither one of them would be good. One, they would not make cigars for us, would be left in, you know, left out in the cold. Or two, they'd raise the prices so much we could not make cigars and at, properly. So we decided to build our own factory. That was the reason for building it in the first place, Quorum. In 2011. And, and then we had another factory, Fidel Oliva. San Rafael was making Brickhouse. Yeah. And they had some issues, and we said, okay, we need to bring, first, first you know, we couldn't get enough brick house. They had some uh, issues. Yeah. So we bring uh, brick house in-house, and we, uh, which we had to mimic the blend as much as we could, which we did. We were successful. Then we came out with Perla Del Mar about five years ago. We have another brand, El Baton, which was our original cigar. And so those are the first cigar I ever bought a box of, by the way. In my life. That was our first... No really? Yep. That was our... I hope you got an employee discount or something. Or this was a, a, as a customer? As a customer. Oh, we, we, Back when it was a 40-count box, too. That was a big purchase. You have a great memory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody remembers their first box. Oh, you know, <laughs> if you they, haven't bought a box of cigars, you I need to buy a box. I was talking yeah. to... You know, you bought... You know, we've been at this so long. We remember our successes. More importantly, we remember things that we screwed up on. Um, in business, in life... Going to box of forty was a big screw up because a box of forty. When everybody else on box of twenty five, people want to say, "How much is that box?" Well, it's more expensive because yeah. it's forty cigars. Right. So then we uh, still knock, have one left. Not your agent. <laughs> I still have one left. I'm, I'm probably going to give it to you. I'm probably going to give it to you. I would. That must. Be, that's about fifteen years. No, two, I think it's ten years old. Yeah, ten or 10 twelve years old. years old. And I got it back. This is a, a goofy story. My house was broken into in two thousand ten. My humidor was stolen, and after all the court stuff and they caught the people and everything happened, I get the evidence back, and there's evidence tape across my humidor, and inside 
were the last five El Batons. <laughs> and I rehumidified them and got them all rocking and rolling. And I smoked four of them. And I have one left. Were they stolen? I mean, originally- oh, yeah. The, my humidor was stolen. My gun was stolen. A bunch of stuff was stolen. TVs. Well, take a, t- a TV and a gun, but gummy comes there and steal your cigars. Those are f- f- fighting words. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's a shame. There's no need of that. Do you make cigars for other companies there? We do not. You do not? We, we, we do, do, do not. All right. We make a few odds and ends in Tampa. We have uh, make a little brand called Boomtown Sweets, I think. Yes. You know the, you know the guy? I know the guy. And uh, we have a factory in Tampa, and we... Make a, a couple of cigars for like, all right, like, but like but a, you haven't done it in Nicaragua yet. No, we just want to make cigars for ourselves. Oh, all right, just just um, okay. Our biggest customer is is us. Uh, so you're sourcing the tobacco. You don't have tobacco farms. That is trick. Whereas we can't be all things to all people. We don't have our own box factory. We buy from uh, uh, Tobacco Home. It's a box box maker there. We don't have. We we looked at getting um, buying our farms and. It's enough challenge to just yeah. run a cigar factory. More it, people. Oh, more, more people, people. more <laughs> issues. We can't, it's hard enough to be good at making, be good at one thing. We can't be good at everything. If you can be good at one thing, you're, we're ahead of the game. So we buy from other folks. Do you, is it true that you have Cuban tobacco? We do. We do. That's a certain. That's a tee, tee this thing up. <laughs> we know all the answers to the questions we asked. By the way, well, I told this. You know, you know, you know the, the story when uh, the Tampa. We, we moved from Cleveland to Tampa in 1953, and that time they had ten big family-owned companies, the famous brands. You all know them, and uh, they're all doing well. Then the Cuban embargo comes in January 1961. That was the beginning of the end of the Tampa cigar industry as we know it. And Cuba had a buzzword then like it does now. and But all the factories were eating in their inventory of Cuban tobacco. One of our competitors, Garcia Vega, back in those days, Garcia Vega was a top-notch c- c- cigar. They put on the box and they said, yes, we still have Havana. So my father got nervous. He kept one bill from the 1958 Pinar de Rio crop. So anybody ever asked him, Stanford, you have Cuban tobacco like Garcia Vega does? He said, of course we do. He kept one bill. We still had one bill in our basement. And when you come back to see our new museum, that bell is going to be elevated in a in a case. Re- probably it's the only legitimate yeah. pre-embargo bell of Cuban tobacco around. It'll What's be- so funny about the tour? So you guys are really not tour people yet. You're getting there. No. So we end up going on the tour. We brought some customers down. They won the Diamond Crown experience. Yes. And we go through the museum. And you mentioned that, that you tell the story about your, your grandfather with the, the bale of tobacco. And- you just kind of glossed over it on your trip, and Bobby says, who wants to see it? And I was like, oh, I'll go see it. So we go through the basement and wind in all the back, all the way, tucked in a back closet somewhere on a pallet yeah. is this bale of Cuban tobacco. It was the most underwhelming thing to see. But he made such a big deal about it. I was like, yeah, I want to see it. Thinking and now it, they're going to put it on where it belongs, exactly. on a pedestal. Our Spotlight. Our yeah. tour is, go- is going to be great. You know, we're fixing up our factory. And I was telling David yesterday the, the, the story that we had a mafia in Tampa, the 1930s. It was a Cigar City mafia. Every factory paid their employees in cash. Every factory got robbed by the mafia. And it was your turn to be robbed, be burglarized. It's okay. You, all you got to do is take, take it. Yeah, you it's know, part it's of the turn. cost of the business. But the people that built the factory, we heard this rumor and we didn't believe the rumor. 
but two months ago, they said they had some old stairs in the back. So we were cleaning up so much junk, we found this secret staircase that went from the, basically it's conference room now in the office, it has been covered up for 60 years. There's a trap door there, it stairs all the way down to the basement. So when you arrive- All you these can, years, you never saw Never know it. if it was there. Wow. You go down the stairs and there's another safe there. It was like, a, it was a, an escape hatch. And we never was there, so that's going to be part of our tour as well. Wow. Nice. So it's as much as Imagine all the years in the building and you find, well, where's this go to? And it goes to some secret place that didn't. <coughs> and that, that's the way it was, the speakeasies and all that stuff of secret doors and that go somewhere, lead, lead somewhere. It's awesome. We heard the rumors, never knew it existed, but it, it does. Yeah. It's a great condition. We've had, we've had our, our factory termited three times in 100 years. And somehow, even the termites didn't find him because it's a beautiful, preserved wow. staircase. Was there anything in there, any paperwork or anything that see information or something you did you learn about? No, but uh, another story, so many stories. About uh, five years ago, um, one of our supervisors in our packing department brought down this wad, rolled up wad of paper. I said, well, he thinks this is for, for us. So what is it? Well, look at it. We moved from Cleveland and the Tampa in 53, moved some old file cabinets. And somehow, somebody, but our old, we throw away nothing. We're yeah. hoarders. They opened up an old file cabinet. They found the, our financial statement from 1908. And so, wow. like, my, my, wow. all, all, it was all done by hand to show how much my, my grandfather paid us, like $35 a week in sales and all. It was in perfect condition because it's been rolled up and the humidity got in, into it. So, once in a while, we'll find some, some things there. Nothing my grandfather had. He had a laboratory. Do we, we see the, the lab? Oh, yeah. Yeah. A laboratory in every cigar factory he ever had, including the one in Tampa. It's funny, at a time when Philip Morris was accused of spiking their cigarettes with nicotine, mm. my grandfather spent a lifetime trying to take nicotine out of his cigars. His idea, if you make a low nicotine cigar, you can smoke five cigars a day with a headache, hopefully his cigars. The basement, we've cleaned up. we got these old fancy bottles there. In fact, in our museum... We found a bottle of Havana cigar flavor. How can you have Havana cigar flavor? But he bought Havana cigar flavor after the embargo, and he sprayed his tobacco, and I don't think it ever worked. But there was yeah. a lot of odds and ends. He was yeah, a hurt. it's try, 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 and I and your son may be the reincarnation of this. He's got his own own ideas. My son, he's got a he's got a what seems to be a crazy idea. And in, in the after show, we're going to light up the American. Everything is American in the cigar. Everything. My son is a, he's our attorney. He's got more and more of our business. He's fourth generation. He came up with an idea a couple of years ago. He said, Dad, I want to, we ought to make hand scars in our factory again. We had like three or 400 hand scar makers in the factory before we moved there in the 1930s. I said, dude, that's a terrible idea. No, Dad, we should bring hand scar making in our factory. It's a bad idea because labor costs eight times what it does in a factory. Right. Nicaragua, you'll never be able to sell these cigars. So then he said, Dad, I also want to make a cigar with only American tobacco. I said, that's even a worse idea. Yeah. Because we... Strike two, Drew. That's another... Well, we we had we used uh, Jeff Borch, which is rapper. Jeff Borch is another one that's crazy like my son. Yeah. Nobody in their right mind would ever want to grow tobacco in Florida. But the most successful people are the crazy ones. You know, we wouldn't have the light bulb if there wasn't a crazy guy, Edison, that says we can do this, right? And, and Thomas says we had like 1,100 attempts to find the 
filament to yeah. make, make the, the, the light bulb. Yeah. Every whack, every great idea <coughs> used to be considered wacky because it wasn't mainstream. Right, till, until it worked. Until it worked. So. Like wearing a purple suit on a podcast? <laughs> Not at just, all. I don't, think, that out Jonathan, there. I don't think that'll ever work, but that's okay. <laughs> it's going to stick. There you go. I just so, wish they could see, see your shoes. So Dominican Republic, you have Fuente make everything for you? Make all of our Diamond Crown yep. cigars. We started with Diamond Crown in 1995. Which was the 100th anniversary. 100th anniversary. In 1990, my father approaches Carlos Fuente make a special scar for us for our, our 100th anniversary. That's 25 it. years ago. So it's the 25th anniversary next year of Diamond Crown. That's right. And the 125th anniversary of J.C. Newman. That was right. So Dad yeah. wanted to make, have Carlos make the best scar it's ever been made. He didn't care what it cost, how long it took to make, whether it would sell or not. Just want, And he also he said, I want to make the best cigar. I want to make a 54-ring cigar. Back in 19, yeah. 1990, people are 50-ring, maybe 52. Carlos didn't have molds. Nobody made a 54-ring cigar. But Dad knew the thicker the cigar, you can blend six or seven leaves, maintain the continuity of taste. And came out with Diamond Crown in 95, and it took off. And then uh, it's funny. You come out with a new cigar. There's the cigar boom. People want to have uh, stronger cigars. If you start drinking scotch, you never drink scotch. You start with a mild scotch, then you want more body to it, bourbon, all liquor. And in the late 90s, people said, we want stronger Diamond Crown. And we said, so we don't want to change the taste of our Diamond Crown because people like it. So we came out Diamond Crown Maximus, yes. which came out in 2000. It has Ecuador Havana seed wrapper from the top of the plant. looks like Maduro, but it's got a lo lot more body. And then 2010, to honor my grandfather's 135th birthday, we came out Diamond Crown Julius Caesar. Which is a fabulous one, too. And it's got a picture of my grandfather who was 20 years old. We yeah. found the company. Grandpa J.C. would have been so proud of himself. They having a scar named after himself with his picture on the band, the picture on the label. And it came up Black Diamond a couple years yeah. later. And people look at the Julius Caesar and they see the picture on there with the man with the crown on it and they <laughs> think this is Julius Caesar, the Julius Caesar, but it's Julius Caesar the way it's spelled, which is your Julius Caesar, J.C. Newman. Yeah, Grandpa J.C. came through immigration in Baltimore in, in 19, uh, 1888. Yep. Three years before Ellis Island opened up, and the, his name was Julius C. Newman. The immigration officer said, you know, what's your name, Julius C. Newman? What's your, what's your middle name? You don't have one. Well, how would you like to be? You need, you need one. We call you Julius Caesar Newman. My grandfather was five foot three, big ego, 13 years old. This is great. I'll be Julius, C, Julius Caesar Newman. And they misspelled his name. They spelled C-A-E-S-E-R. And they kept that spelling on his immigration papers, his social security card and so we came out with Julius Caesar we kept the same spelling yeah C-A-E-S-E-R and every once in a while somebody says they, it to us they, that you know the spelling's wrong on here I said no it's correct that's a person <laughs> Mark, but you see a bunch of schmucks up there yeah. down in Tampa you misspelled Caesar there's a reason for it all right we're going to get into the American and the after show so if you're not a subscriber to the Cigar Authority on the audio portion because it's an audio show only you need to subscribe to that because we're going to get deep into the American which is coming out when they'll be here in a two weeks Two weeks. Well, I would say come here. He's been telling me this for four years. <laughs> yeah, the, the check's in the mail, too. Yeah, though. right. <laughs> I love you in the morning. What's the other one? Oh, anyway, yeah. we won't, we won't get, no. go there. I think I've smoked five renditions of it, and you each time you you say, this is the one. This is the one. We tweaked it. This is the one. We've been making these for over two years. We, we're only making <laughs> 200 cigars a day. And I said, Drew, it's a, we're making it. We're paying these rollers for two years. 
we're going to sell it one of these days. And said, yeah, we aren't ready. We aren't ready. And we aren't ready for a bunch of reasons. We'll talk about on that well, last hour. Two weeks away. We're going to get to it, and we're going to smoke it up. I can't wait to do that. Um, I want to say that uh, seven years ago, we're celebrating an anniversary. Seven years ago, we got an advertiser for the Cigar Authority, and it was J.C. Newman that you started advertising with us seven years ago. We're a nine-year um, podcast, but at the beginning, nobody was interested in advertising. Nobody knew what a podcast was. This is in 2010. Uh, a couple of years into it, you said, sure, we'll, we'll help sponsor the show, and you've been doing it for seven years now. So I want to say thank you for it. You, you were there when we needed you the most. You, David, you've always been a visionary. I mean, I couldn't even spell podcast. Yeah. What's a podcast? And... You have the innate ability to look beyond 10, 20, 30 years from now, what's a coming attraction. And I don't know how you do it. And we're very fortunate. We've, uh, whatever cockamamie idea, and some of your ideas can be pretty cockamamie. Well, I mean, we were believed here. in this, though. And, and uh, let me tell you, it was a long time coming in between the next advertiser and the next advertiser and uh, meant a lot to us at that point and kept absolutely. me going. Kept me going. Well, you've been a great friend for so many years. Um, the, P.T. Barnum has nothing over you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that many years ago. We, we had this big uh, FDA regulation took effect. We could no longer give out free samples yes. to customers. And the last day, we're going to have a big promotion here. It was the Last Supper. Yeah. You're Catholic. Yeah. I'm Jewish. Right behind us was a picture of Judas. And yeah. To me, as far as Judas, I said, yeah. I told this picture. He gave me a big picture to my wife. I said, you know, Jew and a Catholic looking out here. I don't know how good good this is. Well, if the Catholic said it's okay, it must be okay. It's okay. It I made beautiful. that graphic. I told Dave, I feel like we could get in trouble for this one. <laughs> We're still here, Barry. Yes, we are. All right. So our final thoughts here on the Brick House Mighty Mighty, which we could go another hour smoking the cigar. Easily. Butterscotch and toffee. Mm. That's They're, very good. Not bad, though. Butterscotch and toffee, right? Yeah. It's Sullivan says, yeah, you nailed it. It's yeah. creamy. That's his maiden name. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Is that from The Last Supper? <laughs> yes. Um, all right, we're going to go to break. Uh, Eric, thank you so much for being on. We'll catch you on the after show because uh, when we come back, we have a cigar blend that's so great, a whole line of cigars has been created to emulate this. The Micorita Firecracker is making its triumphant return on Monday. We're going to light it up and see if it's holding out to what it was. And Steve is not a child molester. No, he is not. That's been proven already. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. What's wrong with the two of you? Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solara, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solara becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. 
Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium-to-full-bodied, 
attractively consistent in aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Nicholas Melillo, a.k.a. Nicaragua, from Foundation Cigar Company. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back with our number two. We're about to go from a mild, smooth, and creamy Nicaraguan to an explosive Nicaraguan firecracker. Welcome back, everybody. And, uh, Barry, this is going to be uh, this Monday. This Monday at 10 a.m., but for uh, our Cigar Authority listeners. Ah, a little uh, secret. It's going to probably go on sale a little bit closer than 9.45. So if you watch twoguyscigars.com, hit refresh. Eventually, you'll see the main rotator image say, boom, goes the firecracker with a picture of the firecracker in the box. Uh, you can get a 15-minute head start. Because you listen to the show, and yeah. uh, we give you a little uh, heads up. Come on, Gary. Don't don't be shy. Here's Gary. He's not going to break anything right now. Thank you. <laughs> you hope. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. The day is still young. <laughs> yeah. The day is young. Um, so uh, this is it. The Meat Korea Firecracker. This is, uh, again, without the unfinished foot. Yeah, because, you know, he can't follow directions. Or, you know. um, but he's got the same um, little fuse that are on here, different from the others, that the fuse pops through the cap. Yep, and uh, that's how he did last time. Totally different. This is not 500 boxes saved from the last mm-hmm. one. This is different. It, well, different meaning it's it's a different uh, time he made it. Right, the we haven't second edition. we haven't sat on it for for, right. for two years. Um, um, he redid. Yeah, and the wrapper has a nice sheen. It to sure it. does. Yes, it's it beautiful. Does. It's beautiful. I should take a picture of this because it is really nice. Well, you're taking a picture of that. I'll uh-huh. let everybody know about the cigar. It's the Mikaita Firecracker, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. The size is three and a half by 50, and this explosive powerhouse of a cigar features a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper with binder and fillers from Nicaragua. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime, and a single cigar will set you back $6.99, while a box of 20 is $119.99 which is a savings of almost $20 or 14% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. So, wait a minute. But 9.45 on Monday morning. 
The the people who were in Prime got their hands on one of these early. Then. I believe it was part of the Prime. Wasn't yes, it? yes. Yes. Wow. That's so they a already, benefit. So they already have it. They may have smoked it already, they, they but have, if not, they can join us. Well, you know, on social media, I did some see some posts of people with the fire, with this firecracker lately, and I don't know if uh, it was left over from there. But right. now that you say that, I wonder if it's they got it. There were a few people who told me that they. Opened up their last box. They bought two boxes last uh-huh. time. Mm-hmm. And now that it's coming back, they open up their last box because they know they'll be able to buy it Monday morning. Well, if they get in early if enough. If they get in early <laughs> enough. The record for a sellout is Skip Martin at three and a half hours for 500 boxes. Okay. It's Steve Saka's birthday on Monday. Ah. Give him the bragging yeah. rights for his birthday. Make this sellout quicker than three and, we, and, and we're going to do the same thing, right? Two maximum. Two maximum. And we, and we do that not we don't want you to have three boxes and stuff. We want to be able to have some people, and we don't, and we don't want you grabbing them and whoring them and right. selling them for a higher number or anything like that. You should be a good yeah, cigar smoker. to and, smoke. And, and, and give one to a, not a box to a friend, but give a cigar to a friend or whatever that, that doesn't have one, but don't get them and sell them for more money and no. That's my job. That's what I do <laughs> right. for a living. <laughs> no, that's, it's really not what it's about. All right. What it's about is giving it a cut and light. We're going from nice and creamy and smooth. So I'm, I'm saving my brick house because I may go back to it. I still for gotta, dessert. I, I, may, I may go back right in the middle of, of, of this <laughs> meal of this coming up. But it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo... Cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. So, we're leaving the stem on it, the fuse on it. I do that. Sometimes you get oh. lucky and it'll burn. See, Barry, what I always do is I slide it up a little. Okay. Just so it doesn't Just touch so it. it doesn't. It bothers me in the mouth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's there. So uh, little, A right. uh, little barnyard on the cold draw. Faintest hint of cayenne pepper. Very faint on the cold draw. Yeah. It, it tastes like it's going to be heavy. <laughs> it tastes like you're not going to like it. It, it tastes <laughs> like I'm, I'm. Why am I scared to light these things? Everybody's firecracking. Each they time is like. They go boom. And, and listen, I, I want you to, t- to stay off the bat because I, now I'm going to start talking shit about it as, as I go that I don't <laughs> like it. But it's so well made. It's so beautiful. It's top, top of the line if it is. But the idea is it's supposed to be a powerhouse, and I don't like particularly like powerhouse cigars. So typically, it's like not my cup of tea. Right? And if you haven't noticed, Dave is stalling the actual lighting <laughs> well, of this cigar. Just the draw I just think, slowed me right down. I think saying, it's great that you invented something you don't like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Hummer. The Vertigo Hummer features single action, meaning you press the button down, the lid pops. You got three jets that come alive, fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank. You got a giant fuel window, a flip out bullet punch, an easy adjustment wheel, all for the low price of twenty nine ninety nine. That's the Vertigo mm. Hummer. I think Dave just someone gave us needs, a Hummer in our ears. Someone mm. needs to teach Dave what the term Hummer means, and then he won't be humming. Mm. It's what Jonathan likes Sitting. to get after I was dancing of, with men. I was thinking Sitting of a song. To a do, guy I, in a do, purple do I hum a song? It's not that kind of hummer, buddy. <laughs> okay. Oh. By the way, Sean Stevens in uh, Facebook Live has just called you a wimp, Dave. I haven't even smoked it yet. Maybe <laughs> I'll get through it. I'm just getting nervous. 
If it's going to happen, yeah, it's a powerhouse. All right. You can even feel it in your nostrils without retrohaling. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I smoked a couple of these last year. I didn't save one. Yeah, so, so this I, is it. I got to restock. You're not much of a saver. No, I'm a smoker. Jonathan, you want to attempt to retrohale? No. <laughs> and this is going to be trick a tracker Tricky tracker. He says that the tricky tracker was invented based on the Mikaita firecracker. Of the blend. Right. I've smoked both. The firecracker is more front-loaded with spice. It's mm-hmm. more in your face. It's in your face, than man. Than the trick tracker I'm not taking away from trick tracker but this is more slap this in the face. This is spicy um, butterscotch pudding. Butterscotch? Box. You've got to be out of your <laughs> mind. Spicy butterscotch pudding. Butterscotch sprinkled with cayenne? Have you ever it's had... pudding, though. It's not Have you ever regular had butterscotch, butterscotch pudding sprinkled with cayenne pepper? Never. You get rid of the butterscotch pudding <laughs> and you're left with the cayenne pepper. That's what you got here. <laughs> it, it's, it's right in your face. I love it. Wow, you've got to be kidding me. I had me. forgotten yeah. how much I love this. I do not like it. I do not like that. <laughs> that um, Green eggs and ham. He does not <laughs> like that's it. That's where he was going. <laughs> you go in a swimming pool, yeah. and you accidentally get water up your nose. Right, Chlo- after, right after they put chlorine in Chlorine. The heavy chlorine yes. through your nose. And this is what's happening right now, that I, I just uh. accidentally. Now, it's not that chlorine taste that would happen. No. But, but that it's that, burn. that open up your sinus passages. Yep. I tell you what, if you got a stuffed nose, you smoke this cigar. It's <laughs> You're better than anything go. over the counter. Mm, delicious chlorine. <laughs> it's it's, it's in the worst sales pool. pitch I've ever Water. heard in my entire life. You're going to sell so we're fast. Gonna, <laughs> you know, you, you, we're going to have 499 boxes left you, after this. You, you 40 year old male, overweight, who well. smokes one to two cigars <laughs> per day, Nicaraguans from six to ten dollars, who likes to laugh and learn. That is what we got last week from. Yes. You know what we should have in the next thing? How much do you weigh? And then give like a 30-pound window. Yes, let's do that. But I wrote overweight. And you know why I wrote overweight? Because 1% of the people listen to the show at the gym. Gym. 1%. 1%. Uh, That was Alex, by the way. (laughs) Alex Acosta. He reached out to me and said, that was me. Yeah. Uh, There was a few. There was more than just one. I have a mailbag about the thing, uh, the... Uh, survey. Uh, I'm going to read it because I got a All million right. mailbags. All right. Uh, this is Jake writing survey discrepancies. Hello, Cigar Authority. My name is Jake and I hail from Kalamazoo, Michigan. Kalamazoo, Michigan. On the most recent show, you said there was not one person under the age of 21 that took the survey. Yep. That is horseshit. Then mm-hmm. his survey never made it through. Because I will print out all Let me over a thousand. Let me continue. And he did not hit submit. I definitely took the survey and selected under 21 unless I misclicked. I'm 19. Mm. Barry, we spoke on the phone a month and that's his a, excuse ago. Um, unless I clicked the wrong button. I'm 19. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, regarding an order that you agreed that Jonathan was a goober. Do you remember this kid? A few people have referred to you on the phone as a goober, and and I'll I'll agree with them. It doesn't narrow it down. Well, since you progressed the surveys, I don't know what that means, progressed the surveys, produced the surveys, you are now the goober. Mr. Jonathan, greater than symbol, Barry, don't get a big head, Mr. J. I'm going to go with Jake. Since you processed the survey. All right. And since there was 1,000%, may my father rest in peace on his grave, there was not one vote that came in under 21. 
So you clicked the wrong button. Yeah. So now you're the goober. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, that's not nice. Very <laughs> harsh words. So it's already burning well. It is a um, even somebody lightly punching the nose <laughs> that you can. You got a punch, <laughs> little punch in the nose. Boom. Yeah, Let so me punch in the nose a little bit. No, you're not punching me in the nose. I give me five bucks. Come I'm on. Smoking the cigar. I'm loving it. I have a I have a box of originals unopened. Oh really? Because I got a little tradition with my brother. So every year on the Fourth of July, we light up an M80 because I still have those. Okay. And when we go through them, I'll be going to the firecrackers. So the Barry, backup. same as the original ones. Yes, you'd as, say as, same. as I remember it, Ed. Yeah, I I smoked. Let's say more than my share last time. More than you. More than the two boxes. Yeah, somehow he uh, got more than I two boxes. I found some around. People gifted them, so I probably smoked in excess of a hundred of these cigars <laughs> wow. last time they came out. And yeah, this is the way I remember it. Okay. And right. what I love so much about it, the draw is perfect on wow. these. Razor shop burn, very aged tobacco. You know when you have a, a sleeve nice. of saltines and you get the one that's just a little over toasted. Yeah, oh, those are the best kind. Best yeah. ones. I wish they sold over toasted saltines like they do cheese nips. I'm with it's cheese its. Cheese its. Uh, it's yeah, it's that over toasted, complete with the salt from the saltines, the doughy component. That's what this is. Sullivan agrees with you. Oh, the over-toasted saltine, sure. And I'm going to agree with you. And not in a bad way. It's good. It's delicious. I'm going to agree with Joe Gut Gut in the chat room because I was just noticing it, and then he happened to say it. The very white ash with the dark Mm -hmm. wrapper creates this awesome contrast. It looks beautiful. It does. Looking at it, it looks beautiful. But um, if they toned it down in half... Then it wouldn't be a firecracker. Right. It wouldn't be a firecracker. It'd be like the one you light up and you throw and it doesn't explode. Jonathan, this looks like a a serious stacker. This has stacking dimes capabilities. You're not going to get too much premature achillation. Well, it's only three and what is it? Three and a half inches long. It's only three and a half inches. Which means it's comfortable in Jonathan's hand. There we go. So uh, familiar. There's a lot going on. Let's find out what's up in the cigar industry with Barry Stein. It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. In Singapore, the plain packaging law goes into effect July of 2020. Plain packaging is currently being pushed by the World Health Organization, and it removes all artwork from cigar boxes and bands replacing them with a uniform color and a specific specific font. Manufacturers and retailers who violate the law could face six months in jail and a $10,000 fine. Los Angeles County has announced that they are considering a flavored tobacco ban. The Board of Supervisors has taken up a vote next month, and the ban could happen as soon as February 2020. And interesting uh, information, Los Angeles County has a greater population than something like 25 to 30 states. Yeah. So this would be huge. Uh, and Imperial Tobacco, who announced a few weeks ago that they're selling Altatus, their 50% stake in Abanos, as well as other entities, have announced that they will make the announcement of the official sale within the next 12 weeks. Yeah. Right. No meetings were taking place actually Thursday. 
this past Thursday. And what do you know that you can't say yet? I, I know stuff I can't say. <laughs> and uh, lastly, the Premium Cigar Association announced this week the canceling of CigarCon, a consumer event scheduled to happen in conjunction with the annual trade show. The association announced it will reevaluate the idea for a possibly 2021 launch, if ever. And I don't think it will ever happen because there's too See, much pushback against it. Barry, the intro to that is, and in some shocking news. <laughs> wow. I'll, I'll leave that alone because I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I'm just so sick of that whole thing. Um, very aggravating. Uh, next week on the show, uh, what should you pay for cigars? And we're going to go through uh, the price is right. And it's not the lowest price cigar. It's somebody comes in and it's different things for different people, for different occasions, for different things. And we'll try to pick um, some ideas. If you came into the store and said, hey, I want to get some nice cigars and I want to spend $10, where do you go? Where do we, where, right. would we take you? Um, and we get some information on that, actually uh, wrote a little something for Cigar Journal who was asking some questions on newbies and things like that will be coming up. Um, and, you know, somebody that's been smoking cigars for a long time that, you know. I didn't read the article, but I watched you use the article <laughs> with a new cigar smoker. Right, right. Who was, you know, up in the studio and. All the questions you were asking were great. Was, wasn't that interesting that that guy asked that question after I, if, after I, I wrote? I think it would just come out of your office from writing the was, article. And then they asked the question. It's been going on for, for 34 years of people yep. coming in and asking. So, you know, maybe we'd say the majority of people who listen to this show, and now we learned a lot about them, have been around for a while. So this, this newbie thing isn't going to be a big, big thing to it. But we'll get into, even if you're a seasoned smoker, of Ed Sullivan coming in that we yeah. would turn you on to something as a consumer. Yeah, the, the, a lot of the questions are the same, just based on the answer, you go in a certain direction. Well, it, it's not uncommon for Ed Sullivan to come downstairs and say, <coughs> what am I smoking today? Absolutely. Yeah. You know me. I want to smoke something I well, don't normally smoke. And Dave they, will tell you, I asked him just this morning, what am I smoking today? Go. He said, and I told him what Jay, he said. Oh, Jay my C. God. Newman. Great You're idea. right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it was the Julius Caesar and the Perfecto size. The 1895 Perfecto. Yep. Yes, it, it Which turns you out give it's a different date. You give a different date every time you say <laughs> it. I think I said 1888 to you, right? Yeah. You said it's 18 something. Uh, true story. Um, the, the following week, we're having the Arganosa Experience, which, if you're part of the care package, you'll note that you got more cigars than you normally get. You will, and I should. Uh, oh, you will. I should preface it the first Saturday in September isn't until the 7th. Yes. Right. So care packages are going to go out a few days later because we have the firecracker sale going on on yeah. Monday. So they're going to take an extra, extra day or two to get packaged. But they're on the way. Don't worry. Yeah. So when you don't get it on September 1st, don't, don't even, panic. Yeah, yeah. Don't email me panicking. But it's coming. It'll probably be there about the 3rd or the 4th. So every care package person is going to get a couple of extra cigars this time. Yep. Don't smoke them. Please. No, that's a smoke-along experience. Correct, because there's a whole thing that's going to go on with these two cigars before we end up smoking the regular cigar. So there's three cigars for that episode, plus there's three other cigars you're getting, or four if you're part of, part of uh, Prime. Prime. Um, and is Terrence joining us for that? Or? Yes. Yeah, we're going to zoom in, in I believe. All right. Remote. Remote. Um, we're also, uh, on the 21st, we're going to have our predictions episode uh i'm giving this as much time as i could to try to get this uh altatus thing and be able to say 
some things that, that I can't right now, so I'd like to incorporate it by then. Um, and then uh, the big news on September 28th, uh, Mr. Jonathan is off. Family reunion. Yeah. So we're going to have a good show. And um, <laughs> can we go for, for once? Can we, uh, I'd like to propose a 30-minute segment of Mr. Jonathan's stories. Then, yeah. then it's like including him in here. Right. Of having him. I, I think, I we, think we don't even defend himself. Don't, don't even mention, mention him. that he's not here. Okay. Like he doesn't even exist. Yeah. I'll have to pick on you that show. Well, we could just talk the whole show about him without him here. And then That's he couldn't fight back. We'll think about that. Yeah. That sounds an awful lot like what Barron's just said. Okay. All great, right. Great idea, Dave. Jordan. <laughs> Thank you. Jordan writes through the Contact Us page. Uh, aloha, Dave, Barry, Ed, and Mr. Ah, Jonathan. Hawaii? <coughs> or they just like saying aloha? I don't know. All right. Uh, just read the report that CigarCon 2020 has been canceled. Not surprised based on everyone pretty much hating this idea. So much for I don't want to talk about this. Sorry. <laughs> this was the next mailbag in the queue. Okay. Uh, but I, like many, think that the idea of finding ways to raise money to fight the FDA is a good problem to tackle. I remember hear Dave, hearing Dave list off a pretty simple way to get millions of dollars that we need to fight the FDA, any chance that they would listen to him. Or maybe you know someone in the, quote, inner circle that you can influence using a common sense way of raising money to keep fighting over regulation. Thank you guys for having the best show, period. Listening to you guys every Saturday and Wednesday is like going to church for me, but twice a week. And yes, that includes listening to Mr. Jonathan. Anyway, light him up, burn him down. Mahalo, Jordan. Yeah, it's got to be Hawaii, right? It's got to be. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I've talked till I'm blue in the face to everybody that would possibly listen. And um, Well, I, they're listening, though. It's been listening. So maybe you got to go at it again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> I'm not trying to say you're the savior for the whole no, entire no, cigar please. industry, but you you certainly have ideas that are outside the box, and maybe it's not time I, to I throw sat, in the towel. I sat on the board for years, and I threw everything out, meeting after meeting after meeting, and shut down and shut down, and I'm so not used to that because I'm self-employed, and usually I say something, and if you can't talk me out of it, we do it. Correct. Dave, I'm going to help you, save you from not talking about it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and that... Where is my notes here? That is the Don Raphael offer of the day, brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? And um, I have a uh, police officer that's willing to uh, let me borrow his tools if uh, need be. But um, get tased. One shot, one hundred dollars. I've had that happen. Did never you do again. it? Yes, I did. You did it. Yes, I did. And Jonathan never did it, so he's jealous right now, and he has to not do it jealous. because you... I'm not doing that. Well, Come on, one no, shot. No, because you'll actually do it. I have the approval to do it. Dave, clarification, is that a testicle tase or no, just... No, no, I'll just shoot him in the upper body. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, no. I'm out. No. I got, I got shot. Well, I don't even know how much the amount is. 100. I got no. shot in the right butt cheek. Did you lose Oh, continents? not on purpose? <laughs> no, on purpose. Oh, all right. Oh, no, I want to hit him right yeah. in, the, in the body mass. Like, I think that's danger, more dangerous the closer to the heart. 
would it? Okay. I don't think it makes it different. Okay. I think it shuts uh, you down. I got shot in the ass. Oh, it would be so good it's for the show. So I'll, wrong. I'll record it. <laughs> it would be so good for the show. I can direct. You know, Jonathan, you say, don't tase me, bro. Yes, and yeah. then we hit you. I'll say that, <laughs> and then you better not tase me, or I'll shoot you when I come to. You would never do it. You know, every police officer has, has to do it. Yeah. They also have to endure pepper spray. I'm not doing that either. Although I do that to myself right, every time I make the salsa. Next one <laughs> cross that off of next week. I guess we're not doing a pepper spray. Um, yeah, you wouldn't do it. I thought for sure. Barry did it. He was took it like a man, and you don't. You're trying to goat me into doing it, and it's not going to work. I'm not doing it. Yeah, it's crazy. The following message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. Changing the subject. I enjoyed the podcast about the cigar survey results. I have another question you might want to add. What is your favorite rapper? I like Biggie Smalls. <laughs> They mean the now, tobacco or they mean the real rap? They mean the tobacco. What the hell do you think? It's <laughs> a friggin' cigar podcast. This email was written by Skip Martin. Jesus. Did, did he say Biggie Smalls or the guy saying Biggie Smalls? No, oh, Jonathan I said, said oh, Biggie Smalls. That I thought he was saying I running like, commentary. Oh, I yeah. use my running commentary I'm, voice. I'm going to have to go with Tyga. <laughs> uh, now I know... Now I know you feel that many smokers don't know what is in the cigars they smoke, but I would like to think they might know the wrappers that they enjoy, Some since do. I bet that influences their decision. As usual, great job. Frank from Long Island. Vanilla ice for me. Yeah. <laughs> ice ice, baby. Ice, I think my ice, number two baby. would have to be Eminem or Tupac. It's kind of... I got to go LL Cool J. It, it would be very it's interesting. Horrible. That's a good question because Which, I think a lot of people. Who's our favorite rapper? No, I think a lot of people <laughs> would say uh, Cameroon and things like that. And then you <sighs> see Cameroons really don't sell all that well, except when it comes to Fuente. Mine has changed. You, you I'm going to guess, is you love Broadleaf. And I've kind of changed to San Andreas oh, from that. Good. You're okay then. I'm okay. Because if it's the other, these people waiting for Broadleaf, you've got a long wait. Yeah. Some manufacturers are finally using San Andreas or fermenta- ferment. the fermentation process is finally right. But San Andreas is getting better and better yep. each year. Shade-grown Maduro. It's pretty damn good for a wrapper. It is good, but I... The, the two I have things to call have bullshit. nothing to do with each other. There is no way that that tobacco was grown under shade and then fermented that dark. There's no way. All right, Terrence, we know you're listening, so call out Jonathan when you're on call the show. Call me out. Road it's trip. a great cigar. It, it tastes unbelievable. The, I just don't think... And the wrapper tastes good. It's unique. I don't know. I like unique anyway with something. Yeah. Sure. Something different. You know yeah. what? Well, we should just send Jonathan down there to check it out. We'll do another show without him. All right. Yeah, I'm down. We, we can do that. All right, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young <coughs> men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars, with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. It's about to snow in Mexico. You know, the white stuff that is often synonymous with skiing. Rang dang diggity dang dang a million magic crystals painted pure and white. 
If you haven't figured it out, I'm talking about blow, dust, rails, lights, pearls, you know, cocaine. And this week, a Mexican judge ruled that recreational cocaine use oh, is now no. legal <laughs> south of the border. Really? Meanwhile, while Mexicans can put things up their noses, the FDA is still trying to shove it up our ass. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. You know, no. I never liked uh, cocaine. I mean, I love it. It smells fantastic, but I've never, <laughs> now, never Barry, got into it. Is that actually a true story? Yeah. Rumor has it Pete's moving to Mexico with a straw and Lucky's looking into Spanish lessons. <laughs> <laughs> These are people that work here that, that have personal problems. And they uh, they gave yeah. me the green light to use and, that. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> that doesn't help doing that. But all right. Maybe you draw attention to it and they, they work on it. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing wrong. Here's the problem that, that happens with the legalized marijuana is it becomes now the next step, right? Who Maybe. cares? Who yeah. friggin' cares? It's your body. You want to friggin' do lines of blow, do it. You know Don't get behind the wheel, and I got no problem. You know how many times I kept saying rang-dang, diggity-dangity-dang, just so I wouldn't screw it up? You did a good job with that. Yeah, I didn't trip over rang-dang, diggity-dangity-dang. I mean, cinnamon took longer than that did. Yes, it did. So, you know, you're smoking a cigar and you're loving what the aroma is and stuff, and I don't know about you, I actually blow yeah. wave of the smoke into my face. This is the first cigar in a long time that I've been pushing away. <laughs> I've been pushing the aroma away. It's you are too such much. A bitch. It's too much. It's even not even too what much. what comes off the, the cigar, and it's hard to tell on here because of the lights that are hitting us, but you see it fine, right? Oh yeah. Of the smoke that's billowing. I'll from tell it. you, I you love this shit, don't you? I love, I love, this love shit. it. I love it. <laughs> My outfit notwithstanding, I think I've become a man when it comes to smoking cigars, because this is great. You're certainly not when it comes to a taser. Yeah, and you're definitely dancing with the devil in the pale moonlight with that. And really, that Aladino has made you more of a man over time. You smoke so many of yeah. them. Yeah. This is the strongest firecrack we ever had. And the retro mm-hmm. hell is freaking amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing it to try to dupe you into I'm doing it. I'm not doing it, so it's but okay. But the retro hell on this is outstanding. Chlorine water going through your nose from <laughs> in a pool that was just rechlorinated first thing in the morning. Uh, I don't know where you're getting that. It's it's guy do, li- do a little do a little not doing nose, it like a no, man. No, it is sambuca. No, I know my limits. Purple rain over there. That, see, finally someone busts out a little Prince reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, what will the 2020 firecracker be? We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. 
Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican Cigar Manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar & Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. Ooh. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. 
the nearly 175-year-old H. Upman, Grant in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez, bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. This is Jose Dominguez from Jose Dominguez Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. She wore a raspberry beret. The kind you find in a secondhand store. We're back. We're smoking the Micarita Firecracker 2019. It's the same as it was before. It's overpowering. It's a, it's a punch in the nose. It's slam if dunk you, is what it is. If you like that kind of stuff, there you go. And I do. I'm going to smoke them till they're gone. Has so that, people better hurry. Has anybody saved them and... Smoke, you know, let it age and see if it calms down a bit or anything. I haven't opened the box yet, but I'll be able to. Yeah. I let mine age for a day, maybe. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. then go on. It doesn't do anything. All right. Uh, so the firecracker for 2020, I was hoping to be able to say what it was going to be, but I actually need another week. I have to finalize every single thing to make sure it happened because I was here before and it didn't happen. <coughs> so I want to make sure... I think I'm almost certain I can make that announcement next week. So we'll go to that. Um, and it'll be somebody we haven't done before. And um, I'm quite convinced it'll be full-bodied and it'll be this type of thing. And I won't like that one either. Mm-hmm. So uh, that that's the plan of what it is. And we'll go from there. If you don't like it, I'll probably love it. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. So uh, what else? You got anything... Um, Purple guy, whatever you are. <laughs> what do you call him Barney? Barney. Barney. I don't uh, think I have the body type to be Barney. All right, let's get to the matchup of the week. It's time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? And uh, would you rather create a piece of art and not get credit for it or get credit for a piece of art you didn't create. Hmm. So do you want to get credit for something you didn't do? Really? It doesn't have to be art or whatever. Would you rather? Well, I work with you, yeah. so you don't I, get the credit for I don't get you. credit for a lot of stuff. Right. That already happens. Maybe I'd want to try the yeah, other way. Yeah, but there are times you take credit for stuff you didn't do. That's not true. <laughs> it's not true at all. Eight out of ten employees might agree. And, and when me. I do it, I do it accidentally. The idea goes into my head that I think it's a good idea, and it's usually much longer. You know, a week or two would pass. Usually, it's that's stupid, and then two weeks later, yeah, two you know what? Later. I got this idea, idea for the meatball. I, I, I was thinking. Nice, parents. Yes. Nice. By the way, Ed Sullivan uh, wanted to thank you for not cleaning up your ash mess on the floor. <laughs> he had to go get the vacuum. Well, that's what Leo's for. Yeah. A weekly cleaner. Weekly cleaner. Do you, you take credit for other people's stuff and you're good with that or the other way around? People steal your stuff and... People steal my stuff, but I don't care. See, I care. 
Yeah, so, I, I don't. I don't ever take it as the. Um, what do they say? People say oh, it's it's the form of flattery. I never do. I, Listen, I'm always bothered by it. It used to bother me, but yeah, I gotta get. I, I, I gotta need, get off. I, gotta I don't get off need the that. credit anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't need the credit, but I don't like other people taking credit for what I did. That's what bothers. Yeah, me. Yeah, I guess it, no credit. It, it okay. depends on the context, right? If it's somebody on the team takes credit for what you did, but it was good for the organization as a whole, then fine. Yeah. But if somebody steals your business idea, that's a different matter. Yeah. There's lawsuits against it, but then there's yeah. give to give it to the lawyers and all that stuff. So I don't know. It's it's a uh up upcoming thing for me of this credit thing. Yeah, you're gonna try. Uh... Nah, there's something going on. So. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like there's always yeah. something going on. Santa Claus in the chat room says he'd rather make something and not get credit. Santa Claus is Michael Howe. Yes, ah, if you follow yes, him on Facebook, he teaches a Santa Claus. Class. Yes, he's a great Santa Claus. Yeah. Made us some what do, great what do you think? Christmas ornaments. He's got, he's got the little twirly. Yeah, right? he does. he's got a little bit of a twirl on. What the do you think Santa there is to beer? teach someone how to be a Santa Claus? Uh, I need you to be slightly overweight. I need you to grow a big white beard. Nah, there's, and there's that's good, it. There's good Santas and bad. Oh, it's not just Santa. the look of them. It's yeah. how they act to people and stuff. And how they, they deal with a crying child. How they interact with children. <clears throat> Smacking's not an option. No, it is not. And that's why you'd be a bad one. <laughs> uh, the following message was submitted through the contact us page, and Steve writes. I listen to your podcast regularly. The other day, I was listening to the show about La Galera cigars. Later that morning, I stopped in my favorite brick and mortar here in Toronto, and I was surprised to find La Galera cigars in the humidor. I have to tell you, you guys were bang on with your comments. The cigar was amazing and exactly as you described it in taste, presentation, and burn. It has moved into my top 10 list immediately. The only issue... Is it cost twenty two dollars per stick here because of taxes? Oh my! So God. tell your listeners to stop bitching about their stick costs and light them up. Thanks for the great tip, Steve. Wow! Did you say where he's from? Toronto. 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 Wow. Um, <laughs> I was going to say it's a very affordable cigar for what it is. It's a. You couldn't do that again if you tried, Jonathan. The Damn. ash fell off of his firecracker, and it's doing a perfect nub stand on its own. Hmm. He, 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 you saw what happened to me. Yes, I did. That can never happen again either. <laughs> that I dropped it. And it was a nub stand falling. Well, the cigar landed uh, ash up. Yeah. yeah. Standing up. True Perfect. story. There was yeah. a whole bunch of people that saw it when it happened. Too. Jonathan likes it ash up. That I, I'm talking with my hands, and I throw my hand out so the thing had some loft to it. And then it landed, boom, and it stayed right there. I go, look at this. And everybody <laughs> standing around. Miracle. I said, I got to take a picture of that. And it's... A lot of years of drug, you know, I talk with my hands. 20 years ago, that would have been just a fable that you told. But now with our phones, we can capture it, document it properly. Absolutely. Um, Thank God never hear about it again. Big thank you for all those people out there liking and sharing our podcast. um, And uh, lots of game that's happening on the after show. Yes. That's happening on there. That's an audio only show, the after show. So those that are watching on YouTube that watch our show and that is a, a big number too that I'm surprised. This is an audio podcast and, mm-hmm. the, and the YouTube thing is it's nothing to see here for the most well, part. Well, I got a pretty solid outfit on. Yeah. yeah. But um, because we're worried about Facebook, you should subscribe on YouTube also because you never know. And we're also gonna... worried about them. Yeah. We're, we're worried about that's everybody. Why, that's why you need to be, to be on both. Um, and Barry, I, I saw you writing something that said, find our news 
somewhere else or something, Cigar News or something you posted, which was a little confusing to me, that you you put a, um, get the information of cigar stuff on this page instead of... Oh, yeah. So we used to have twoguyscigars.com on Facebook uh, as a group versus a page. And uh, as a page, we'll be able to uh, share more information about cigars for sale because that's the way Facebook would prefer it to happen. Okay. So if you go to... if There's two different twoguyscigars.com Facebook pages. After the firecracker goes on sale, one of those Facebook pages will disappear. Um, so follow the twoguyscigars.com page which has the two guys cartoon logo okay. as its picture. Because the other one's going to go away. The other one's going to go away because there's no way to change the minimum age to be on that. Ah. The way it was set up many, many years ago. Um, so we switched it to be more compliant with Facebook's. Wishes. Is there any way to alert those people? Yeah, I've been alerting them and people have been switching over. Okay. All right. And if you're not a friend on Facebook, let's become a friend yeah. on Facebook so we can know people like Mike Howe and all these people, because that's how we know exactly who he is. Exactly. Um, so good. All right. Should we do a classic three-way? Let's do it. You've heard of Epic Rap Battles. But now it's time for the Epic Battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Oh, See how slow I'm smoking this? You guys, are, you're done. I'm done. And I still have half of mine. It's not going out. It's staying there. But I'm smoking slow so I can get through it. Yeah. It really works on the he- on the heavy, full-bodied stuff. Now, Just go easier. Dave, as I told you on Monday, even though I wasn't here, I won last week because I listened to the show on the plane. And I said 1943, 1960, and 1965 for a total of five points. I won. You won, and you were the winner before you left. Correct. So nobody dethroned you. No. And my integrity is without question. Yes. So if I say I won, yeah, I won. You won. It's the most bullshit thing I've I ever believe, heard in my I, entire life. I believe him because it's the gentlemanly thing to do. We I don't disagree with you well, on that statement, I, Barry, I, but... I, I'll admit that I saw the 1943 answer, as did Mr. Jonathan. I saw it. But then Sean Penn, I said 1960, got two points. Then I believe it was Donnie Wahlberg. I said 1965. You were both over because the correct answer was 1969. And believe me, I I wouldn't go back to try to listen to that. (laughs) He's pretty good. All right. I guess we'll give it to him. All right. So he's going to go first. I only have three questions. No tiebreakers. 
This is going to be the shorter version. That's what I'm trying how, to do. How do you decide this? Why isn't it two questions with one type? Ah, it isn't because yeah, it, right. it is what it is because I'm no, looking at the, what the questions are. A lot goes into this. It's, it's a lot more complicated <laughs> than it seems. I don't think that's true at all. It is. And Sullivan what, today what is... What were there only three people you ever heard of this time? <laughs> You know, it's amazing, these people that I have no idea who they are. Yep. It is crazy. A lot of people, um, they celebrate their birthday and they're YouTube sensations. YouTube and star. Yeah, yeah, and things like that. I have no idea who they are. Are we a YouTube star? Not yet. I don't think we qualify. We're no. podcast stars. So could our name pop up as when our birthday is or something like that? <laughs> it might. I Keep guess if we out. create a Wikipedia page for ourselves. All right. Ed Sullivan, I have a, do I have a Wikipedia page? No, I have a MS... I have a uh, IB, IB, M, whatever, IBPM. Yeah, somebody created one for me. Internet Movie Database. A movie base, yeah. Yeah. That I was oh. in some some role or something hmm. before. I don't even remember. Hmm. Uh, to you, today's birthday on August twenty fourth is Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is an American professional wrestling promoter and executive, American football executive and businessman. Since taking over the company from his father in 1982, he worked in the corporate arena for the WWE and behind the scenes. Vince McMahon, born today. What year? I have no idea. I'm Neither going, is Jonathan Carney, so. <laughs> I'm going 1945. 45. Uh, I'm going to say 1944. 44. I had 45 written down. 45. Somebody's got two points. Two people have two points, and Son one of them a... isn't Mr. Jonathan. 1945 for two points. Really? For both of you. No idea. No idea? I just See, now he, he, he seems old. He's old. All right. He looks good. Yeah. Uh, over to you, Mr. Jonathan. Dave Chappelle is an American stand-up comedian, actor, writer, and producer. He's most known for his iconic and acclaimed satire comedy sketch series called The Chappelle Show. Well, Rick James, bitch. Who else were they going to get for the Chappelle show other than Dave Chappelle? Game. <laughs> he got it nailed. It was easy. Yeah. Dave Chappelle, born today what year? That would be 1962. 62. 72. 72. And I had 73. 73. We have two points. Ed Sullivan. Damn you, Ed Sullivan. Cheater. 73. <laughs> two points, two points. It's happened before. Bet. Only one other time. And it was Sean Rogers who got double points all the way through. You could tie it, and then we'd have to bring Sean Rogers on for the for the oh, showdown. Great, I'll be out of the show early that week. It's awesome. Well, we already have a show that you can't make it for, so ah, we could save it for that and bring Sean Rogers. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a good. If we we'll have to way, check with a yeah. schedule, all right, he's a busy because sometimes he has to leave early. I know he's staying late today. Um, Barry Stein, Carlos Gambino, Carlo Gambino, American-born. American mafioso from the Gambino family, born in Palermo, Sicily, Italy. Today, what year? 1905. 1905. I had 1932. And I'm at 1930 for two points. 30. Unfortunately, you're all over. Damn it. It's 1902. You were close, but three over. Uh, um, so we have four points for Ed Sullivan. We have no... Uh, double points all the way through. Um, 32. That's when all the action was going on in 32. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't around. No, but you know all the gangster yeah. stuff in the 30s, right? Oh, yeah. So it's a Cal Ripken's birthday. 
So yeah, you but did Dave's study never, the Ironman. Nope, I saw it on ESPN. Yeah, yep. Dave's or never sport, heard of him. Or sports. <laughs> I know he is Sports Center, rather. I had a baseball card with him that he wrote on the bottom of the bat. Fuck off. That was his brother Billy Ripken. <laughs> oh, really? And that card was actually worth money for a while. I don't know if it still it is. It dropped dramatically. But I they, saved it. They eventually covered it up. Yeah. So only the first run had it. I had it. I have it still. Yep. I still have it. I have ridiculous things. Dave, you had asked uh, about retailers that play the show in their shop. Yes. To send us information. Yeah, and, uh, we'll give you a shout out. Philip, sure. a retailer in North Carolina, owns Pipe and Leaf. Pipe and Leaf in, in North Carolina. North Carolina. They play the show. Hey, guys, love the show. On a recent show, you mentioned retailers that play the show in their store. I have two stores and play the show at whichever store I'm working at on Saturdays. My Oliva rep. Matt Mangini turned me on to the show recently, and I've been hooked. Aren't you nice? Um, so what's the name of the store again? That is Pipe and Leaf. Pipe and Leaf, North Carolina. And two stores there. So go give him a shout-out, or maybe you guys in that area, you show up there on Saturday, and you have a cigar, and uh, buy the cigar from him, of course. Of course. And um, smoke the cigar in the store while we're smoking along. And you can see that, uh, you know, like when you go in the pool and you go underwater and the water gets up your nose <laughs> and you'll see how this plays uh, plays out. That's not an accurate description of that cigar. No. Anyway. So what is the accurate description? It was very charry. It was that over-toasted saltine. And maybe there were parts of it where a little bit of sweet cinnamon came through. Sweet. And then it went away. It went back to the char. What is the strength? It's not a saltine. It's not it char. Is. It's strong. It's, I think it, Skip's Firecracker was stronger. Really? I think it was the oh. strongest to date, and this is number two. Close, I number disagree. two. I disagree. I disagree. very definitive Sambuca on the retro hail. Um, definitely it? get that, right. that charred meat component. I didn't do the retro hail, <laughs> but I can see the uh, Sambuca type of sting. Mm-hmm. From the Zambuca sting. You ever blow Zambuca through your nose? <laughs> no. It's like pool water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nailed it. I've got one more. One since, more. Last since one. we talked about the survey, Paul writes through the contact us page. I want to chime in on the survey. I'm one of those who said the classic three-way is not my favorite segment. As a listener, I feel it doesn't add any value to me as a cigar smoker. When the segment comes up, I tend to skip over it. So we made it a little shorter. Suggestions, I'm not giving up on it. Suggestions for that <laughs> segment. Maybe the t- use the time to focus on boutique cigar manufacturers, promote new blends on the market. If you like this blend, you might like that blend. With but, apologies to Dave. But what advertiser would pay for us talking about other cigars during their segment? I don't know. It's an advertisement segment. Uh, with apologies to Dave, I understand it's his favorite segment. But when I smoke a cigar from the care package during the podcast and that segment comes on, the cigar turns bitter and salty and Chinese peapod ah. on me. So of he's course, been around for a while. Of course. This I'm, guy's been around for a while. Just kidding. Uh, but again, the segment doesn't pass along cigar knowledge, and I would think just replacing it with a classic general banter segment, there's something ah, there, there, would be the go. way to go. Now, there's some constructive criticism right the, there. It's not just criticizing. The topic of the week This one's something. pretty good. Yeah. A segment that goes over what's going on in your lives. No great details, but high-level overlook. Of your last we're, week. We've never been short Quick on details with anecdotes. what's going on. Ah, Thank you and have a I great day. I would like day. that. Can I have that? Yes, you can. It, it started right. off bad, but it's no, it, good it, for you. It cleaned up because he had something to say other than a, than a bad thing. I don't like it. And uh, So I got a question yeah. for him. 
If Classic brings nothing to the cigar experience that you're smoking, how does a personal story of me going to the supermarket bring anything to He didn't the mention cigars? you by name, but your personal anecdotes. Well, what's, going on in our, what's going on in our life, you know? Went to the supermarket, bought some lobsters, did a lobster cookout. How does that add to the cigar? Well, anywhere it's I go, no I'm different smoking than the classic. a cigar. Well, you yeah. can't smoke in it, market baskets. No. This is always at the end just to lighten it up mm-hmm. and uh, what's going on today type of thing. You fought me. Back in 1990, when we had we start this 2010, 2010 of episode one of yeah, you got to get rid of this classic thing, which is part of the reason why it never went away, right? Because I because that's who I am, right? Well, and he's learned how to. Jonathan Cartney hates the intro. He's your ride, Barry. (laughs) <laughs> They're coming to take me away <laughs> the, the real Mr. Jonathan hates the intro to that segment Yes, we're going to make a new intro We should yeah. do that this week and if All you, right, we'll get that. that guy add that to the list If you check the Cigar Authority uh, Facebook page right after the show um, There'll be a picture of Mr. Jonathan with a beret A raspberry beret <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> You people have n- no lives Oompa Doompa and uh, Joe Gett said, I like the three-way. You better keep it. And Rudy says, blow it out your ear, you negative Nelly. The classic three-way is great because a lot of cigar people like trivia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a little something. So during your so day you, or something, mm-hmm. and then somebody ends up mentioning uh, the mafia. Oh, you know, Gambino, actually. Today's <laughs> his birthday. Well, really? <laughs> so it's educational. Yeah. I don't know. You, you, you hear that stuff in the morning news or something that somebody, and maybe it carries on during the day or something. I don't know. I, don't I, know. Could, I could take it or leave it. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. The after show with Eric Newman is on Wednesday. We're going to bring him on in just a minute. We're going to light up the American. Looking forward to that. And looking forward to it. So um, next week, uh, what should you pay for a cigar? Cigars that are underpriced or overpriced and ones that are smoking good right now and seems to be good regardless of the price. Where would we take you if you came in the store, you had a budget? We're going to look at that and try to narrow you in and try to pick right things for the right person. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible you've learned nothing in the last two hours, except some guy's birthday. Always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.